The Press Box is here to catch you up on the latest media stories. Hosted by Brian Curtis and David Shoemaker, these guys have the insight on the biggest stories you care about. Check out The Press Box on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports, I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear. Especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. Let's go. We could talk about this stuff for hours. Hours. So one of the reasons we formatted it in this way is to limit us, to get us through it. <laughs> Otherwise, it would never end. It'd be the world's longest podcast about Taco Bell every single week. And I also feel like... When you invest in a podcast, sometimes I push play in a podcast and it says like an hour, 55 minutes. I'm like, I don't have that. I can listen to this on seven times and I wouldn't even get through it on my commute. So when you listen to food news, you know you're only going to get 30 minutes in a hot 30 minutes. Ish. Ish. 30 minutes yeah, ish. Some, don't yeah. hold us to this. Yeah, we're not, we'll do, we'll do we're not our precise best. over here. So we first did this podcast seven years ago, so, something like that. And I don't really remember why we started doing it. It was 15 minutes then. So we've supersized it, mm-hmm. taken a page from McDonald's and ESPN. And now we're back. We're going to do a lot of the same stuff that we used to do. We're going to go over food news. Yes. We'll be tasting some food. Yes. We're going to introduce some new segments along the way. And yes. it'll evolve just like our beautiful friendship. Jacoby, I'm so happy to be back with I you. I am so happy to be across the table from you <laughs> in, in front person. of microphones talking about nonsensical things that have nothing to do with politics or news or the pandemic or anything else. This is your escape pod. See what I did there? Sure. This is your escape pod. We're going to talk about food. But one thing I want to make clear is like, I didn't go to culinary school. <laughs> Nor I. I can barely cook. I don't like 
cooking. This isn't like a snobby restaurant review. Here's the latest trends and epicurial stuff podcast. No, this is food news. We will be going over food news from your life, our lives, everyone's lives. We're just here to have fun. I, I just want to say it actually is impossible, though, to not talk about the pandemic, like literally impossible, specifically as it relates to delivery. Fair, fair, very fair. <laughs> so let's take very that fair. expectation off very the board. Very fair. Like, another thing is if if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, wow, should I commit to being a follower or subscriber to this podcast? I have two questions for you. Do you eat food? And? Do you like food? Right. If you answered yes to both of those. This is for you. Welcome inside the tent. What if the answer is only yes to one of them? Still, you're already listening to this. You're already committed. You're in. Yeah, so here you are. All right, let's get into it. Let's, let's do it. start with the news. The first story we are going to hit today, I'm like pretty excited about. It's it's a weird one. And <laughs> so weird. I don't I don't really know. Um I'm just gonna get into it. No explanation necessary. This is from the Washington Post. Thank you to Amy Chang who wrote this. Shout to journalism. After 72 years, the FDA says French dressing won't have a legal definition. Well, well I okay. I intentionally did not click the link because normally when I do podcasts, I don't like, I read the headline, not like the words. Sure. But I have a lot of follow-up questions. Okay. After 72 years, how often do they review the sort of like legitimacy <laughs> of French dressing? Like, is a there a committee question. that comes together? What is the process of this? Who's in charge of this? Is there like an FDA thing where they have a meeting every 50 years? They're like, all right, guys, our hamburger is still food. Our hot dog's still food. It's, it's ranch dressing. Is that still food? French dressing. Someone's like, wait, wait, wait. Nay. Okay. Well, I'm so glad you've asked all these questions. Amy Chang has answered many of them. She explains the, quote, standard identity, close quote, of French dressing, a legal definition that has been on the book since 1950, is being revoked by the U.S. FDA. The regulatory agency explained that its requirement for what French dressing must include, quote, no longer promotes honesty and fair dealing, close quote, for consumer benefits. Uh, the announcement came in response to a petition filed by the Association of Dressings and Sauce. Oh, in 1998. Whoa. whoa, the Association of Dressings and Sauces? <laughs> yeah. In 1998, so it's taken them, math, 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 with uh, 24 years to 20, get around to their claim? yeah. Uh, how many claims do they queue. get? And also, what does the board meeting of Association of Dressings and Sauces even look like? What are the <laughs> demographics? Where do they meet? Do they taste things? This is all wild to me. And also, quick question, pardon my ignorance, as I said, I didn't go to um, culinary school. Isn't French dressing just like Mayonnaise and That's Russian ketchup? dressing. I knew you were okay. going to say that. That's okay. Russian dressing, and I love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was recently watching um, a video from Brian Ford, who is a baker who often appears on a recipe club with Dave Chang, mm -hmm. and he referred to Russian dressing, which is mayonnaise and ketchup, as something different. And I was like, dude, that's Russian dressing. Yes. So, Brian Ford, if you're listening, which you're not, yeah. I need to talk to you about that. It's also one of the things we realized that like um, red velvet cake is just chocolate Chocolate cake and red dye. Yeah. It's like, whoa. I just want to note, red velvet cake with cream cheese is an affront to my constitution, like my personal being. No cream cheese icing. No thank you. That's it. That's all I want to say. You are way wrong, but I don't <laughs> want to derail. We only have 30 minutes. Okay, let me just say, French dressing previously had to be at least 35% vegetable oil. I had no idea about that. Like Sounds at, like a lot of vegetable oil. At all. And now this means low-fat and fat-free versions of the creamy vinaigrette, despite having growing customer interest, could not be legally deemed as such. And so now this these versions will Follow be allowed. question for you. Allowed. Yes? Have you ever bought a bottle of French dressing? Never. Have you ever used French dressing in anything that didn't resemble a large 
ketchup packet. No. I've only eaten it in sort of like a— I think French dressing, it doesn't even—you're thinking of something different. It's not like creamy. It's more oil No, no, I'm talking about like I've only eaten it in a single serving delivery. Yeah. Where it's like— You just like ask from like the deli. There's different packets. They're yeah. like, we have a packet of ranch, a packet of French. We've got them two decades ago when they filed this claim in 1998. Can we get back to the Association of Dressings I and know. Sauces? I would love to know more about that. I want to work there. Producer Mike, please Can take I apply note. there? We need to Is learn there like more. a dressingandsauces.com <laughs> slash careers that I could get involved in? That's a great question. This reminds me that since we started doing food news last time, 2015-ish, mm-hmm. I started following an NRN on Twitter, the National Restaurant News, and <laughs> okay. it was like— like, it's such a great information source. I recommend it. There's so many of these, like, very specific organizations that you could be involved in. So now we know about it, and now it's time to Fresh move Fresh dressing, you're out. You're out. Well, so many more variations to come. Who knows? All right, next. This is a big This is big news is to, it? to Food News 1.0. This is the kind of stuff that, like, really yes. would have got us going for but a we're long developing. time. We're developing. I'm so excited about it, but it's just not exactly as um, groundbreaking as maybe I thought it was before. And so the big news for Food Food News 1.0 and still pretty big news for Food News 2.0 is Oreo celebrating its 110th birthday with a first ever flavor. So I'm very confused by this just from the headline, because if you listen to this before, if you go to the grocery store, you know that there is plenty of variations on Oreos. Oreos. There's a a frozen yogurt place in Murray Hill where I used to live that literally behind the counter has every single one. And we'll be tasting them on this podcast. That sounds awesome. What place is it? 16 Handles? I would never cheat on 16 Handles. It's a tasty delight. It's a it's a soup that's tasty delight. You still have tasty delight? I thought they were all gone. It, this is like this is like the flagship, I think. You know oh what I mean? My this God. is like flagship yeah. tasty delight. They have yeah, every single topping, every candy, and literally behind the counter, every single Oreo that you could ever ask for. We'll be tasting some on this podcast. Tasty Delight was so important to me in high school. We would go there after school all the time. Yeah, but your high school is like my early 20s, which is yeah. when I used to go there all the time. <laughs> yeah. They like knew me. I'd walk in, they'd be like, hey, Jacoby, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. They like knew me. Yeah, 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 they literally knew me. <laughs> But this flavor? (laughs) For the celebratory occasion. This article, by the way, is from CNN. Oreo is releasing a special flavor it calls chocolate confetti cake. It has sprinkles galore. The cookies themselves are filled with sprinkles and have two layers of filling. The signature cream pumped with sprinkles and a chocolate cake flavored cream. Oreo said that it's the first time it has used sprinkles in both in and on the cookie. So I think that's the crux of it. All of the Oreos we've previously tasted, you've seen in the store, mm-hmm. it was only the cream that had a different flavor. This is the actual cookie. There's something here that I like, though. Innovation? Well, for, no, I'd say this. Sprinkles don't taste like anything. They're just sugar, right? So they They're don't like add waxy any, they don't, sugar. They don't add anything. Yeah. But I, I, like, I, I like the chocolate but, 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 and but, the but, cream. Wait, 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 wait. They don't add anything? Are you bonkers? No. I was, I, listen. They don't add much in terms of flavor. Okay, they definitely okay. add. They, they add a lot add of crunch and mush. They they add a lot. Fl- I'll take add it back. Fun. I'll take it back. They Thank you for fun. keeping me in check. Okay, they add a lot of fun. <laughs> I've got children. Sprinkles are a big thing. But I like the idea they both got the traditional cream and the chocolate on the inside. I can me rock too. with that. I, I can mean, rock with that. Me too. It sounds really good. Um, Oreo will mark its birthday on March sixth. That's coming up. I mean, we'll come back to that. Note for March sixth week. Who we'll knows be doing the cookies it. had birthdays. I love that. Do One they of, celebrate for like a week like major, everybody else does? <laughs> major Jacobiism. We don't celebrate enough. We let's, don't celebrate enough. <laughs> let's celebrate cookie birthdays. A lot of people don't get to their one-tenth. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, this is exciting. We are going to come back to it. I also just want to note, Oreo has regularly released special varieties we know to keep the product fresh, including a Lady Gaga flavor. I miss that, so I'm going to track it down. Amazing. All right. This is great stuff. We can't wait. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. 
I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it you can work out in it. You can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Moving right along. Lizzo, this is more related, more, more Oreos news. It turns out, via info via Twitter, Lizzo's Twitter in, in particular, I believe, Lizzo is putting Oreos, it's Lizzo is putting mustard on her Oreos. Not mustard, though. There's a, mustard comes in a lot of varieties. This is the traditional French mustard, and she's got a large Hershey's kissed sized dollop on top of the Oreos. 20 minutes. Now, Sweetie does a lot of this. You know her? Yeah, of course. She does a ton of like, yeah, yeah, just like, look at these weird things I do with my food in the kitchen and it always goes viral. But like, I watch this and I have to admit, kind of intrigued. What? Kind of intrigued. No way. I'm intrigued. I'm not saying it looks good, but it doesn't like repulse me like when Mike Golick Jr. eats mayonnaise in an Oreo and famously goes viral. He did that? Yeah. Oh, you obviously didn't watch the Duke's Mayo Bowl. In oh, my football. God. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mike Golick Jr. is delightful. He's been on my Bachelor podcast a He's few amazing. times. Yeah, really yes. nice guy. He's my amazing. mom's obsessed with Mike Golick Sr. She's like, still misses him from the morning show. Oh, well, Michael <laughs> Jun- Mike Golick Jr., great hang. Great guy. Yeah, great I've hang. never met him in person. Only only via um, Zoom. Okay. Yeah, Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're already 20, 10 minutes in. We have to keep going. Got to move faster. Lizzo, what This are is you why doing? we put a clock on this. <laughs> Because we could talk about Lizzo putting, putting mustard on Oreos for an hour and a half. Next. This is my favorite one. Next, we are moving on to our favorite website, TMZ Sports. Yep. There's a lot of stories on TMZ Sports I'd love to dig into right now. However, the one we are discussing is about the f- recently fired Joe Judge. Joe Judge. For, formerly of the New York Giants. Headline reads, Joe Judge needs beer and pizza after Giants firing. Okay. But let me just, people that are watching this that didn't see this, weird. Um, he's got a hand truck. A hand truck. With, with four 24-packs of Michelob Ultra. Which is a weird choice. Okay. Two 24 packs or maybe two 12s of Coors Light. It looks like maybe a case of wine on top for the wife, obviously. Yeah. And then he's got five Domino's pizzas all delivered to his home. And what? Sorry. What? Nine boxes of pizza. No. Oh, I guess guess there was two. And again, like, I can't imagine a scenario in which I would need that much pizza and beer. I've had many parties. I've had big parties at my house, and I would I would never get this much Michelob Ultra. And then beyond that, what's more baffling than all of this is the Christmas decorations He's, are up. He has these, and they're also really bad decorations. They're like straight out of Teresa Judice's home. They're these giant, giant, giant fake ornaments that say yes. Merry Christmas. They're like ridiculous. Perched, perched on his steps like the lions outside they're of like the library on 42nd Street. It's yeah. insane. But... To walk into your home on like January 9th and to be an able-bodied male adult and not be like, maybe I'm gonna put these in the garage. 
Like, how do you do that? He did that on, on December 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th. He walked right past those giant ornaments and said, you know what? Today's not the day I'm going to put those away. The, the weirdest, that that's not the weirdest thing to me. By the way, he also has like a North Pole um, mailbox, which yes. is like so Something cheesy. that you put in the lobby of like a high rise. Yeah. For the kids in the building. It's not something you put outside your house. <laughs> so weird. This is, what's really weird to me though is like, this is like a party order. This is not yes. like a drown myself in my sorrows order. This is like, I have a lot of friends coming over and we're partying. So yes. I need to get like well, cheap supplies. Ben Affleck showed us what the drown yourself in your sorrows <laughs> order is very specifically. And you know exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's Jack in the Box. But this is, I'm having tons of people over my house, I guess, I to guess. watch playoff football. I like. I don't know. To celebrate and, not and working for the Giants? I don't get it. All Ultras? I think he's stalking, he, he might be stalking the garage fridge. That's what this sounds like. Second fridge, yeah. Yeah, like dude stocking the second fridge because it's such a specific order. If I was having a bunch of people order, I would have a variety of different beers because the difference between Coors Light and Michelob Ultra in a blind taste test is is very slight. So I just keep staring at the photos because I just kind of like can't believe this. If I was if I was either having like a I got fired party or I was sell, I was drowning myself in my sorrows. Brown liquor. I mean, I'm going like probably tequila. Brown liquor. I, yeah. I just like, I'm not going for beer. Like this is re- a really filling meal. You can't have this much pizza and that much beer. Like you're going to vomit. Maybe you boot and rally. I, I don't know. But like, this is definitely. Ah, I wonder if this is simultaneous. Well, nine pizzas. Who's That's the thing is that the pizzas get cold. Yeah. And then the beers need to get cold. So I hope he timed this right. It's like the it's like the window for a championship NBA team between the young people and the veterans. Right. You need to get the timing right so it, it, it the, the it's like, intersection of those circles works. It's like Steph, Clay, and Draymond are getting old. Like these new young guys. Yes. They're good right now. Kaminga's have, like, I guess I can contribute. Right now. It's a small window they've got to like maximize everyone. Anyway, this is like so baffling, but like quick. Quickly, Jacoby, what are you ordering in for your I just got fired meal? Did you say quickfully? I said. I thought you said quickfully. I may have. I like quickfully. Quickfully, Jacoby. Emmanuel quickfully. My getting fired meal involves pasta, mm. like really expensive whiskey. Okay. Like that Rip Van Winkle stuff. Okay. And then um, just locking my door to my bedroom and not letting my children and my wife inside, crying for six hours. And then ice cream. Has, is that different than your I've been dumped meal? Not that you've been dumped. You've been married and with the same person oh, for I've a long dumped, time. But, but yeah, in the last long, two decades. It's yeah, been yeah, a long yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, my I've been dumped meal just involves uh, like strippers and really bad decisions. <laughs> There's not a lot of food involved. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not, an yeah, eating, yeah. not an eating yeah. event for you. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> um, my I got fired meal is probably the same as my I got dumped meal because I would take them the same way. It would be, it'd be like a, fa- a failure yep. in both ways. And it would definitely be like, it would probably be a Domino's deep dish pizza. Oh, I like this. It probably would be. But then also like I would need some really good mashed potatoes. And Ooh. Uh, I love mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes is wildly overrated. We're completely different sides of this. We'll discuss this in a different <laughs> episode. For a later date. Yeah. And I'm drinking um, just like straight up wine spritzers, like cheap white wine with some seltzer. This is like space, right? It. Yeah, like, of course. Just like I know a McDonald's hamburger is not a good hamburger, yeah. but sometimes it's good for me. Yeah. Domino's pizza is the same way. Yeah. I've got a lot of better options here in New York it's City. It's not New York But pizza. sometimes it's like, you know what? I want the cheap, dirty stuff. It's going to work for me. My my I, my true, like, I'm really sad today meal is the focaccia pizza from Villa Pizzeria at Meatballs. There's four locations here in Brooklyn. Check it out. It's really fucking good.
Wow. It's so good. It's so, so, so good. Wow. I'm going to get your like delivery password. And then when you get that order to your home, I'm going to call you and be, be like, like Julia, I'm worried about you. What's going on? Let's talk. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Um, two more stories before the taste test. First, all DoorDash employees are required to make one delivery per month. This is a story from MarketWatch.com. And delivery service is reinstating WeDash program that requires every worker, up to and including the CEO, to perform the delivery or other duties once a month. I think we can both agree, love this. Ooh, I misread this because, like I said, I don't read the <laughs> words. I just read the headline. I thought this was like, hey, if you really want to work for us, you have this. Here's your quota. Oh. I didn't realize it was for like... The top of the corporate pyramid. I love it. Like, you need to learn how to do this. Yes. I like that a lot. I do, too. It's also like, what we do here is a service, and everyone participates in this service. Customer service is important. Customer experience. Also, under for the CEO to understand what it's like to be one of his employees or her employees. It's like, so it's such an important thing. I, I love this. It makes me want to use DoorDash more. Of course. And, and much like working in media, someone's media is pan forever. It's like, I think you need to be a PA and then an AP and then a producer, and then yeah. a senior producer, and then a CP, and then an executive. So you know how all of the things underneath you function. Yeah. And I feel the same way for DoorDash or for someone also like a restaurant. Like you need to know like what the dishwasher does, what the cook does, if you're going to be the manager and what the host does. It's great. And this is like part of a whole slew of programs they had. They've had this program since its inception and in 2018 tied it to a philanthropic effort to address hunger and food waste. But they put it on hold because of the pandemic. The renewed push adds choices for employees who may not be able to do deliveries, a spokeswoman said. Besides We Support, which will allow employees to shadow customer service workers, the company will also eventually offer We Merchant, a way for employees to take a closer look at the merchant support side of DoorDash's business. This is great. Can I say something out loud? Sure. No chance the CEO is doing this. There's a certain level oh, as a company where you're just like, I'm exempt. I disagree. He's doing it, and he wants to be photographed doing it. He's like, How do you know it's a he? He or she is okay. doing it. Okay, look at your bias. You're right. Look at your bias. I, it's not completely unfounded, though. Most CEOs are male in this country. I'd say 95%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe so, higher. Yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. like a good guess. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold, slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven. And your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that I'm going to be going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven valid through 1725? 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. 
To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Next story. These are all related. Next is Vegan KFC. Has it? Sorry, let me say that again, Mike. Next, KFC has introduced some new... KFC has introduced some Wait, vegan. no, leave this in. So we're like allowed to just mispronounce stuff and then say, Mike, edit this out? Well, I'm just like, I'm just messing to, up. You don't have to bet a thousand on this, Julia. I'm nervous. It's, it's me the and first you. food news. It's me and you, I want Julia. everyone to like it. It's me and you, bud. You're allowed to mess up and leave it in. That's, it that so that is the ethos of this podcast. Okay, thank you so if, much. If you're, looking, if you're looking for professionals and like pronunciation <laughs> and like illiteracy, illiteracy, illiteracy? Illiteracy. Illiteracy? Illiteracy. I'm illiterate. All right. This one comes from the New York Post. It's by Brooke Cato. Jacoby, how many times a day do you check NewYorkPost.com? Oh, um, I do page six more than New York Post, but mm-hmm. I always uh, listen to Renaissance Man, hosted by Jalen Rose every Thursday. But um, Brooke Cato, great name. Great name. I'm, thinking, I'm guessing a girl, right, with the E on the end? I think so. Brooke Cato, great name. Holler at me. Got Nugs? KFC introduces plant-based Beyond Fried Chicken. Vegans ha- now have more than just fries to order on the menu. For plant-based foodies... Ten. Itching for a fast food fix, KFC debuted its new menu item, Beyond Fried Chicken. As of January 10th, Fried Chicken Chain is offering vegetarian-friendly nuggets in partnership with Beyond Meat, which created the fried chicken special for KFC. And on that note, it's time for a taste test. Taste test! We are tasting these very chicken nuggets. Or sorry, Beyond Fried Chicken Nuggets. They are made from plants. They come in a green box. I order them via delivery. I scheduled in advance. It went great. I loved the experience. So we haven't planned this ahead of time, but I'm going to vamp while you try the first one. Okay. And then when you're done chewing and swallowing, I will try mine. But I will say, I like like a veggie burger more than like an impossible burger. I prefer. Like, I don't want you to fake what you are. Like, I've had an impossible burger, but like, this tastes way too close to an actual burger than I actually want out of this experience. And I just want everyone at home to know that Juliet went fry first. <laughs> fry. What is that, like an amuse-bouche? Like, you didn't want to, like, what? The fries were on the other side of the table for everyone listening at home. Juliet pointed to them, like, give me some I fries. I thought there was going to be sauce in there. I wanted the KFC okay, sauce. Okay, that makes a lot it. more sense than you just having a fry as an amuse-bouche before you try the Beyond Nuggets. When when I opened the box of Beyond Nuggets, I was like, that smells pretty good. And you kind of fry like a, a, a baseball glove and it would still be pretty good. They're shaped much like McDonald's nuggets, which is interesting to me because this is not what chicken normally is shaped like. Like they, they're kind of shaped like a, what is state is that? Illinois? No, it's like Iowa. One, of the, one of the four corner states. Here's the thing. This is delicious. All right. Let me try mine. And one thing I really like about it. When chicken nuggets from McDonald's are in a weird shape, you're like, um, what part of the chicken is this? Is it even chicken? I don't have to wonder here. I'm like, no, it's not chicken. It's plant-based. Be whatever shape you want. This is awesome. This is delicious. It's like hearty. Bro. It's really good. I could give these to my kids and say, I got McDonald's chicken nuggets, and they would not bat an eyelash. They're really good. The flavoring is delicious. Also, the last time I had KFC, I was going from college in the Chicago area. You haven't had KFC in, you graduated, what, four years ago? I don't like this joke anymore because I'm actually old. <laughs> I know, it was, it was a, better before. <laughs> it was a funny joke before, but now I'm like old. I'm in my mid-30s. <laughs> anyway, I went for, in college. We went to the Kentucky Derby. It's a drive, like a five-hour drive. And along the way— I have a way, lot of follow-up questions, but that will be for off mic. Along the way, we stopped at a KFC. And it was gross. It was like made me sick. I did not like it. But this is awesome, and I, do, I know I'm not going to get sick. So when you take a bite, on the outside, it looks like a chicken nugget. You take a bite, and you examine the inside, which is something that you like— don't do when you eat like a traditional chicken nugget because you don't want to know how it got there. 
when you look at the inside, it's like, yeah, it kind of looks like tofu. Yeah, it, it does look like tofu. It looks like a it looks like a, a fried tofu square. I'm bringing this home, having the rest for dinner. Unless you want to bring it to your kids, you can. Uh, first of all, I'm not going to see my kids for hours because <laughs> I'm avoiding them. <laughs> and I'm recording a podcast with House later, which you can catch on this very same channel. Oh, my God. You're just all over the place. This is such a big but deal, Jacoby. I think the biggest uh, testament that I could say in uh, support of these weird Beyond Chicken Nuggets is I'm eating the whole thing. I yeah. didn't have to. I, like, oh, I would like to have more. I'm they're, not even hungry. They're like actually <laughs> yeah. really good. Also, the, the seasoning and the batter is delicious. It's good. Also... I, that's the thing about fast food. I love fast food. We're going to talk about fast food so much on this podcast. I like. I live for Taco Bell. Taco Bell's not, now that I know I can order Taco Bell in, which I learned today doing research for this podcast. It's like kind of dangerous. That will be my second. I'm sad meal after my Villa Pizzeria. Um, I love fast food, but if you think about it too much, it usually like takes away the enjoyment. This I'm that's not an issue. That's great. However, one of my follow up questions is: I'd like to see the sort of like. Health metrics on this? Oh, I'm sure it's like full if you of fat put it side calories, to side, yeah. if you put it side to side with the actual chicken nuggets. You're like, yeah, yeah, it's not meat, but it's also it's it's not exactly like uh, kale salad. Well, the, you know? ca- the case for a lot of these things beyond meat and possible burger, etc., is the environment. It's like better for wait, the- what? <laughs> so I'm just saying, it's not just about health. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Save, <laughs> save the environment by eating Beyond Meat instead of a chicken nugget. Okay, okay, guys. Okay, yeah, my carbon footprint just changed because I had Beyond Meat. I'm just letting you know, man. That's that's how that's what people say. Sorry, Peta at Julia Littman on Twitter. Yeah, sure, fine. Holler at her. All right, next. Great. What a successful first taste test. Great stuff. I love that. I, and again, I will say, sauce would be a help. I, I got the KFC sauce with it. I don't know where it is. It's no, that's right. I'm not. I'm blaming you. I know, <laughs> that wasn't, but that I wasn't a to criticism of your work. Well, well, but it was more like I think that nuggets in general, like many food items, especially vegan vegetarian ones, are a vehicle for sauce. Of course, I love condiments. What's your favorite condiment? I don't want to say because I don't want to disrespect my future employers at the Association of <laughs> Dressing and Sauces. Great point. You know, because when point. I sit at the board, they're going to be like, you need to have an unbiased opinion about these dressings and sauces. And I'll be like, look through my podcast history. I have no favorite dressings or sauces. I look at them all objectively and because I will be applying for a job on the board of the Association of Dressing and Sauces later. I just like would love to know more. Like, what are the dues? What are the fees? How do, do you they, get involved? Where do, they, where do they meet? You know, it's like based in Columbus, Ohio or something and, and like when that. When they cater the meeting, like, how do they cater it? How do they decide? Oh, my they God. They must have a lot of sauces. Like, they must have like a salad buffet and then just like dressings, all of them. One thing I miss from- And then from people o- judge each other based on which ones they pick. I need to know more about this. One thing I miss from office life pre-pandemic in Los Angeles was the Mendocino Farms lunch catering. That was like always so good. I don't know if you had it a lot, but we used to get it a lot. But you'd have to order it at like 9.30. Or like days in advance. You're like, I just ate breakfast. Let me order lunch now. I just like, I love a good lunch spread. Lunch is my favorite meal. Oh, disagree. I I want my food prepared for just me and me only. Mm, I don't know. I don't like like catering stuff. Some places do catering really well. Some some places do. This is a good transition because we're talking about ourselves and we're moving into a new segment for Food News 2.0. I'd like to call Personal food news. Each week, we'll both have a piece of personal news we'd like to share. And Jacoby, you're about to set the world this on is, fire. This is difficult so, for me. So I'd like you to go first. This is difficult for me. I realize this is our first episode, and I probably shouldn't be alienating like 80% of the people listening, but that's well, something I'm going to do. It happens. That's just part of the take society that we live in. Sure. I went to Tampa recently. Um, COVID regulations. Very relaxed. <laughs> Very relaxed. <laughs> I've heard that, man. Not Tampa. Flew into Tampa, drove to St. Pete. And you got, you know, so we took an early flight because we wanted, the family wanted to get as much beach time as possible. So we got a flight at like six in the morning. You land at like 9.30. That's awful. So though. Like, what time did you leave for the airport? 
Like four? Four. But one thing we did, quick aside, is we kidnapped our children. We didn't tell them we were going on vacation. We packed their bags and oh woke God, them up cute. at four in the morning. And we're like, we got to go. We got to go. Put your clothes on. And they're all freaked out and tired. Quincy pushed me. He was, he's like, he's like, he's like, why are you, he's like, why'd you push me? He's like, I just want to make sure this is real. So you surprised them with a plane yes, trip. But we did, like, we did it like sort of a kidnap vibe. Not like a here's a present vibe. We did it more like we have to go. There's an emergency. And then they figured out we were going, blah, blah. It was fun. But you can't check into the hotel until like noon. Right. And my wife is obsessed with a certain breakfast spot that was right next to the hotel. So we went there. We waited online for quite some time. It was the 1st of January. Okay. Also known as New Year's Day. So there's a line outside. That's a Hard long line in. on New Year's Day. Yeah, it was like it was like a New York City nightclub. Okay. We had to like talk to a guy. It wasn't really clear what the order was. It wasn't, they didn't give you a number or anything. Long story short, it was Waffle House. We got inside. We had waffles. I had I had smothered. I had peppered. I had eggs. I had the sausage. We had everything. We had the worst on the table. It was every single thing that they ordered. And I'm looking around at everybody's meal, not just my own. And I'm like, this sucks. In case you all just missed it, because you said it really quickly, because you're embarrassed by this take, yes. Jacoby said Waffle House sucked. Sucked. And again, not every Waffle House is the same. I've been to great is Waffle Houses. Is that true? Houses. I've never been to one, ever. No, no, no. Quality varies a lot. Okay. But Auburn, Alabama, shout to that one. I owe you a, um, a skillet that I stole from there. <laughs> but Two minutes. I had a very bad meal at Waffle House. And What'd you order? My, I had um, smothered, peppered hash browns. Two eggs, sausage. Because I knew there's going to be so many waffles at the table that I could get waffles for my kids or I th- whatever. I think that's on you. This sounds like a bad order. You have no idea what smothered pepper even means. I, I just Two like, minutes? Two minutes? Oh, oh my no. God. This is stressing me out. All right, well, keep So going. yeah, Waffle House sucks. That's what I'm saying. And everyone that disagrees with me, that's fine. But it's like, bro, it wasn't good. I think your order sucked. I think you made That's a bad fine. order. That's fine. Thank you for saving me in the eyes and ears of the people listening. Also, but that was my take. Starting a meal by waiting online after you've woken up at four in the morning is awful. Great so point. you're setting yourself. I love up how you're failure. saving me here. I love how you're, you're saving me here. That's what, a, that's what a good podcast partner does. Yours <laughs> quickly. We're gonna go. Here's my food news. Personal food news. I went to my favorite bodega in my neighborhood last weekend. This was on January second, oh. and. I was checking out the M&M's offerings. I love M&M's. Just mm. great candy. Great candy. They had orange creamsicle M&M's. I wow. bought them. I love orange creamsicles. I tried them. Tastes just like a creamsicle. It was crazy. Oof. It was white chocolate with like orange. It was cra- it was crazy, man. That sounds amazing. It was really good. That's amazing. Have you ever had a, an orange Julius? Is that familiar? You familiar with I've orange I've heard Julius? of it. I don't think I've had it. Yeah, I, I don't think an, they exist anymore. I love an orange creamsicle though in general. Orange creamsicle is an underrated flavor. It's an underrated popsicle. It's never something that I would buy, but something that I'm never going to be unhappy to have. It's like, Does that make sense? Yeah. There are other absolutely. better options that I, I purchase. I feel similarly about a fudgesicle. Like just like these really basic, delicious, time-tested Desserts are really, really good. I want to talk to you about this last thing before we go. Okay, one last topic. We're going to have a different last topic every time. I'm trying to can I sell this as booze news? Sure. One of my segments that you didn't approve. Seconds. I think we should have a booze news. And this today's booze news is dry January. No one's doing that because it's out. It's yeah. It's out. It's the pandemic. <laughs> Let me sit in my house and not drink Seriously. all day every day. Another thing that's related is I saw a thing called dry dating. What? Was that like People- dry humping? <laughs> it's basically <laughs> people get together with strangers and have a date and don't drink alcohol. Why? How? What's the is point a better of that? question. What is that? Can't you have a sip? Just, just the tip. <laughs> Here's the thing. Anyone who shows up to a diet dry date, definitely pre-gamed. 
They definitely pregame. Yeah, it's like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Dry date. Gotcha. I'll just show up hammered. <laughs> what's the what's the virtue in that? I don't understand. Like, just have fun. People. I read, the Dating article, should I read be like fun. the first two paragraphs of the article, and they're just like, well, make, we can tell if there's the a, times, a le- legitimate connection or not. Yeah, the Get Times did here. have a long article about um Dry January being out, which I enjoyed. Yes. And also it was like so true. Like everyone's just like, oh, we're still doing this. This fucking blows. Send me some alcohol. I have to say, personally, one of my goals for 2022, I have a few, I'll tell you about them off mic, is I want to get into trying craft um, spike seltzer. Like there's a lot of spike seltzer out there, but I'm learning that there's a lot of like craft oh. batch spike seltzer. I thought seltzer. you were going to say macaroni and cheese, but you said craft. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like small batch spike seltzer. That sounds good. It's something I'm interested in trying. So that's a future food news. I'm in. Future taste test. We'll do a taste test. Well, we did it. Oh my God. I only only mispronounced a few words. I feel like like it was a win because the the Beyond Fried Chicken Nuggets were so good. They're very good. And Jacoby, we're in the same room together. We'll be doing it every week. Every single week. When do the episodes come out? Uh, Friday mornings. Thank you very much to Mike Wargon for producing this episode. Shout out to Mike. Check out Jalen. Check out Jacoby. On People call me Jalen all the time, walking the streets. I walk the street like, Jalen! I'm just like, bro. Check out Jacoby on ESPN. Listen to his podcast. Check out me on Bachelor Party on Monday nights and Thursday mornings. And read The Ringer. Why not? All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.